As winter starts to deepen over the Canadian Rockies, I got to thinking about winter landscape photography. I know so many photographers who hunker down over the snowy months, not wanting to go outside when it's cold or out into blizzards to create new content. And that makes me truly sad. I love the winter and the landscapes it presents. Yes, winter landscapes are not as colorful or as bright as those in the spring, summer, and fall, but they have a unique beauty. That's why I want to bring you today's episode, to get you out of your house and into the snow to capture some of these magical landscapes. This is episode 45 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rob Massey, and I am super stoked that you are here today. Thank you. This podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We are an adventure portraiture studio that focuses on capturing people doing what they love in the great outdoors. If you want to follow along on my adventures, you can do so on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. Now, on with our show. In today's episode, I'll give you eight tips to capture fantastic winter landscape photos. Now, before we get going with the tips, a couple of things. Firstly, all the typical landscape photography rules still apply here, so you will need a tripod, filters, and a wide-angle lens. Now, check out episode 22 of this podcast for more of those tips. Secondly, I've already done an episode covering how to take photographs in the winter, clothing choices, gearing up, keeping batteries warm, pitfalls to watch out for, all that kind of good stuff in winter photography. They were episodes two and three of this podcast. They're called the Great Canadian Winter Photography Special or something along those lines. Please check that out for more information on actually what you should be doing when you are out in the winter shooting. Today's episode is geared purely towards some ideas of how to capture amazing winter landscapes. So for any of that other information, go back, listen to episodes 22, 2, and 3 of this podcast, and you'll get a ton more great info. All right, time for tip number one. Plan to head out immediately after it snows. This may be one of the most important tips for photographing winter landscapes. Head out immediately after the snow falls. That blanket of fresh white powder that covers the world will turn your photos into a winter wonderland. By heading out as soon as it stops snowing, you have the best opportunity to get photographs without any footprints or shoveled pathways, and all the snow will look big and fluffy and magical. It'll look like clouds laying on top of everything. Plus, nothing will have started getting dirty yet, and nothing will have started melting, so it'll look at its absolute most pristine. So get out there as fast as you can after it stops snowing. And yes, this does mean blue hour and sunrise, but it is so worth it to get those photos without anybody else having been in that scene yet all right tip number two use snow and ice structures to your advantage the wind can carve snow into really fascinating shapes and water can freeze in unique patterns like bubbles coming up under a lake and freezing use these structures as elements in your images or even the main subject of the image now these little details can sometimes be hard to spot as they can blend in with all the other white stuff, but look carefully and you will find some great details that will add a lot of interest to your winter photos. And you can use a lot of these, especially as foreground subjects to help frame, say a mountain or frame a building. You can use them just as an extra element to draw the eye through an image. They make amazing compositional elements. So keep an eye out for them and place them in your foreground or midground right in front of your subject. Tip number three, add a pop of color. Winter has a distinctively cold color palette. Lots of blues, purples, and whites, meaning big pops of bright colors like orange, red, and yellow can really make a subject stand out in an image. 
adding a low-hanging sun at sunset or sunrise as a subject is a great way to add a little bit of warmth to your image and gives the viewer an, something to draw their eye towards when they're looking at it. It doesn't just have to be all these blues and moody colors, but add that one little bit of color pop from the sun and you'll have people really drawn into the picture. People wearing a brightly colored jacket can draw your viewer in as well and give your image just that more diverse color palette, which is much more appealing. Now, this is part of the reason why we love pictures of fires in the snow. Like, think everyone's sitting around a campfire and it's snowing and there's little bits of snow on the trees around them, everything like that. It's amazing. We love those photos, typically. And it's because they really add a warm, gentle glow and break up that typical winter color palette. Tip number four, watch for frost. Frosty mornings are magical. They just are. Trees covered in frost, the ground glistening, everything about a frosty winter morning is magical. So watch your local weather forecast for when frost is expected overnight and try to get up before sunrise to catch that frost before it melts in the sun during the day. In particular, watch for when the sun is coming up and its glow is illuminating the frost. This is when the world takes on that truly like magic kingdom look. And watch your composition here though, as the world seems so incredible that you can sometimes be distracted by it and not actually compose a decent photo. You'll think it looks amazing because frost sitting on trees and sitting on the ground and sitting everywhere tends to make everything look amazing, but then you'll get home and you'll start editing and you'll start realizing that there's actually no real composition to the image and you'll kind of be disappointed because you'll have screwed up this amazing beautiful morning. So don't forget your rules of composition in and amongst all of this spectacular beauty. All right, going on to tip number five, get above the clouds. Now on some winter days, you get a phenomenon called inversion. The temperatures at higher elevations are actually higher than those at lower elevations. And this is backwards to how it usually goes. Normally, the lower you are, the warmer it is, and the higher you go, the colder it gets. And on certain days, that will flip. This will typically lead to a low-hanging cloud layer that sits below the high points in mountain ranges. Meaning, if you hike to the top of a mountain, you can get above the cloud layer. This leaves you with a view of mountaintops poking up through the clouds, and it looks kind of like islands sitting on like a misty sea. It is amazing. You can do the same thing in some cities as well. Sometimes that happens. There can be a little bit of an inversion where the clouds are hanging really, really low. So if you can get up really high into a building or something like that, you can actually see all the buildings just poking up through some clouds. Going on to tip number six, shoot during snow globe storms. There are certain types of snowstorms that just lend themselves to photographs. They're typically the ones that make it look like you are walking around in a snow globe that somebody has just shaken up. The snowflakes are big and fluffy, they're falling slowly, and there's almost no wind, so they're falling straight down. This is the perfect time to go out and shoot objects with snow falling all around them. That snowfall can add a wonderful element to your image, and when you catch them in a light, such as a street light or a headlamp, you add a real sense of the moment, which is just a beautiful piece of storytelling and really adds depth and character to photographs. Now, when the snow is falling fast or the wind is blowing it kind of sideways and it's just, it's truly nasty out, it's not this beautiful thing to walk through, that can make for some really exciting people shots or can really make for some really good storytelling photos. But for winter landscape photography, you really want those big fluffy snowflakes. And you really need some way to illuminate them. You have to be very careful when you're shooting with snowflakes because they can actually just obscure the scene and not really add much to it. 
but done properly and done well, it really does add an extra detail that just enhances that photograph. So don't avoid shooting when it's snowing out. Go out and just be cognizant of how you are going to use that snow in your landscape imagery. All right, tip number seven, go to your favorite summer scenes. Some of my favorite winter photographs are also from places that have created some of my favorite summer ones. I have a whole series of seasonal pictures from the same spot at Mount Laurette Ponds here in Alberta, and it's because I saw how magical it was in the winter. I went there once in the summer, got a beautiful photo, thought when I was driving past there in the winter at one point, I'm like, oh, I should go and recreate that summer photo and kind of have these two side by side, and it was spectacular. And so I decided to go back in the spring and the fall to complete the whole set. And now I've started doing that with all my other favorite summer photos that I can get into safely without, you know, too much avalanche risk and all that kind of stuff. So if you are unsure of where to go to shoot in the winter, try some of your favorite summer places to start. Now, these may not work out because snow does cover some of those compositional elements, or you may create another fantastic shot that can live right beside your summer ones. So this is a great way to start doing winter landscape photography if you're not really sure where to begin. It's also a great way just to go and do some winter landscape photography for that matter. And finally, tip number eight, bring the macro lens. Winter and the snow and ice structures it creates add incredible detail to a landscape. But sometimes those details can get lost amongst all the other beauty. So bring a lens to isolate some of the details from the rest of the scene. Macro lenses work great for this because you can start seeing the structures of some snowflakes and some icicles and other such elements. But you can also use a telephoto to really just zoom in and isolate out one bit of a scene. Now you will want to look for those exciting snow shapes, ice formations, and the way snow sits on particular objects. Like think like a few berries hanging from a tree with a little bit of snow sitting on top of them. All of this can add more depth to the image you shoot overall as well as they help to convey the entire landscape scene. So you've got this beautiful landscape photo that has all the wintry elements to it. And then if you start focusing on some of the details and adding those in, you can kind of tell the whole story of the scene. It's not just this overwhelming majesty, but also the intricate and beautiful details that some people don't necessarily always see. And that's it. Those are my eight tips for photographing fantastic winter landscapes. These are just some of the ideas of how to get out there and document this fabulous time of year. Now, if you've got any more questions about winter wonderland, I mean, landscape photography, drop me a message. You can find me on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography or Travel Adventure Photo School. And you can find all the show notes for this episode at travelandadventurephotographyschool.com. Now, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm just stoked that you have been learning more and growing your photographic knowledge. Let's adventure. Bye for now.